Hello everyone and thank you for the download. I'm not going to give you the date because I don't know when this show is coming out, but this is episode 50 of the Marty Called Podcast. And this is a special episode of the podcast because we've been handed the keys to the D23 Expo Parks and Resorts presentation for Walt Disney World. At the advice of counsel, I won't get into specifics as to how this happened because specifics involve terms like extortion and blackmail and corporate espionage. So let's just say that we've come to possess photos that may or may not include Bob Chapek and the Target Dog. The agreement we have with Bob was that whatever we say in the Parks and Resorts presentation must be built. We couldn't spend more money than Universal was spending on Epic Universe. I will be compensated for my $900 preferred seating ticket, and at our insistence, Ben doesn't get any input on Epcot. Hey! Not, <laughs> not surprisingly, Bob was a big fan of Ben's sing-along version of Epcot, and this was Bob's biggest fight. So we go now live to Hall D23 on September 11th, where myself, Ben, and Josh have just taken the stage. Bob, I'd say thank you, but we all know that I don't mean it. Miserable prick. Josh, Josh. Oh, uh, so Tim, why are we here? That's a good question, Ben. I'm sure many of you in the audience are thinking, who are these guys? I thought we weren't going to read from the teleprompter. I mean, it... It's an outline of what we're going to announce. Yeah, I'm out. It looks like you guys have this under control. I'm going to go head out and play with some of the trains I stole from Ward Kimball's estate. Josh? Uh, Josh, Josh. Good night, everybody. I think he actually left. There is a reason why we call him the Bean Bunny of Marty Called. (laughs) I can drink up here, right? Sure. Does this mean I get to put sing-alongs in Epcot now? Uh, Absolutely not, but... Uh, the script was written for the three of us, so we need someone to fill in for Josh. Uh, anybody back there? Bob! No, Bob! no, don't don't call him back out. We no, should, we definitely should, we not. Call definitely not. Bob! From Hall D23, it's the Parks and Resorts presentation. And I'm your host, Ryan Ritchie. What the hell? Ryan, what are you doing here? Did he just introduce himself? Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to the Parks and Resorts presentation. Is he taking over? Looks like it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You're here for a very special episode of the Theme Park Trivia Show, live from the D23 Ryan, Expo. Ryan, 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 Ryan. I, I don't think he can hear you, Tim. I'm choosing to ignore you. Can you stop with the announcer voice? This is how I talk. I think Bob double-booked this. Ryan, we were told that we can handle the Parks and Resorts presentation, and anything we announce is actually going to get built. Wait, really? Yeah, except Josh just bailed and admitted to grand larceny in front of 6,800 people. In hindsight, we probably need a better lawyer. But now we need someone to read his part of the script. Do you think you can do it? You you want me to be Josh? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't listen to your show. What do I, what do I need to do? Uh, I guess just complain that Epcot sucks now. <laughs> I can do that. Yes. Also, it would help if you didn't get any of our pop culture references. Um. Well, I mean, I can pretend. Sure. It would also help if uh, you cross certain boundaries of decency. Okay. Uh, I may have agreed to this too quickly. Just go with it. You'll figure it out as you go along. Trust me. You're going to want to be involved with everything we have planned. Well, I mean, you can't do any worse than what they had planned, but why is he letting you guys do this? 
because we're the 39th most popular places and travel podcast in the country of Brazil. Okay, um, I'm not sure that's a good reason, but wait, are you announcing a Brazil pavilion? I mean, we, we weren't planning on it, but you know what? You get some input here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. There's a Brazil pavilion coming to Epcot. It's possible we're already off the rails. Nah, this is way more fun. You probably made a PowerPoint presentation or something organized to go through everything that we're planning on doing. I mean... <coughs> nerd. <laughs> well, we should at least try to explain what's going on. Wait, wait, wait. Tim, Tim, Tim. What? What? Will there be a sing-along in the Brazil Pavilion? No. Uh, so to bring everyone and Ryan, I guess, up to speed, we have actually been tasked with the responsibility of updating the four Walt Disney World parks over the next five or so years. They're putting us in charge, and we're not bound by the corporate overlords of the system shoving IP into every corner or milking every dollar out of every guest. I plan on putting IP everywhere. How do you deal with him? Uh, well, Josh usually has a drink when we record. I just try to ignore him. I'll try it. So now that we've explained it, let's get back to the script. We've got quite a bit to go through here. Ryan, remember, you're Josh on the teleprompter. Got it. Now, where were we? Skip that, skip that. Josh puts on a coconut bra and dances to the Moana soundtrack. Skip that, skip that. Ah, here we are. So we hope we're the antithesis of the current leadership group, but we're still going to steal a page out of Josh Tomorrow's playbook, sort of. That's right. The parking lot trams are coming back to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. This concludes the Parks and Resorts presentation. Please enjoy the other exhibits on the D23 Expo show floor. Good night, everyone. You've been a great crowd. Okay, okay, okay. You can fix the lights. We're back. That will be the first of many false endings. As a fan of The Mummy over at Universal, Josh insisted we have at least three false endings to the show. It's just good storytelling. What does this have to do with Josh tomorrow? Well, we all remember Josh's impassioned declaration of everything that returned post-COVID. I think it's time to flip the script. That's right, baby. Rustle those pages. Psst, Ryan, that's not how you're supposed to deliver that line. What do you mean? Josh has a thing for when Ben rustles pages. It's an ASMR thing. Uh, this is a really weird show. Just read it as if you're turned on by the pages rustling. Um... That's right, baby. Rustle those pages. <laughs> Can't believe you did that. Uh, again, not what I meant. The first thing we're going to do is discuss everything that we're getting rid of. That's right. Park reservations are going away! Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama is going away. Harmonious is going away. Wait, wait, wait. Does this mean your Epcot Forever shirt is more of a collector's item? Um, Josh had an Epcot Forever shirt? Yep, he bought it the night it debuted. He should have returned it. That's what I said. Now, can you read your line, please? Uh, yes. I'll be selling it as a limited edition one-of-one shirt on Utilidors for $6,000. Uh, hey, uh, they spelled Utilidors wrong in the prompter. They didn't, actually. That's how Josh spells it on his website. Yeah, but that that's not how they actually spell it. We know. Why is all this scripted? You know, we can actually officially change the spelling of Utilidors in-house at Disney now. That's a great idea. The old spelling of Utilidors is going away! Yeah, so let me get this straight. He thought 
this was a good name for a website and he spelled it wrong? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, you could probably buy the real domain for like 20 bucks. Well, I think we fixed this for him. You're welcome, Josh. Can we get rid of more stuff? Sure. Spaceship Earth is going away! Uh, I'm glad we put in that contingency that Ben can't hurt Epcot. All right, all right. Spaceship Earth isn't really going away, but it is going to see an update, and we'll discuss that later in the presentation. As punishment for that outburst, Ben, the Beauty and the Beast sing-along in the France Pavilion is going away. Actually, I'm okay with that. And Beauty and the Beast live on stage is going away. Hold up. Let's go for the trifecta here. Enchanted Tales with Belle is going away. You know, I've always wanted to give it to Angela Lansbury, and I think we just did. Wait, what, that, that was Josh's line, not mine. I love my wife, Angela Lansbury, very lovely woman, and I would never disrespect her. <laughs> I, I promise we don't hate Beauty and the Beast or Alan Menken or Angela Lansbury. Can we just get rid of stuff? Ben just wants to see the world burn. The crappy circular pizzas are going away. No, 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 no. Sorry, Ben, the crowd has spoken. And the fart patty burgers are going away. The current version of blue milk and green milk are going away. All right, all right, it's time to get serious. I think we need to get rid of something big. The carousel of progress is going away. Uh, I said... The Carousel of Progress is going away. Okay, wait, 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 hold on. And moving to Epcot. Hey, he's getting the hang of it. Hey, I want to try that. The Tomorrowland Speedway is going away. And It's a Small World is going away. That's right, I'm doing it. Okay, the 16 Brazilians that listen to our show know where I'm going with this. It's a Small World is also moving to Epcot. Please, they're selling the thing off for parts. There's no way Bob is paying to move that to Epcot. He agreed, as long as we don't show the photos. There was no other way this could happen. That's very Doctor Strange-esque of you. Who? Uh, Hold on, wait. Josh doesn't know who Doctor Strange is? Focus. We've got a lot more things to get rid of, and the building industry of Southern California's 2022 building industry show starts on Thursday. Kill more stuff. Kill more stuff. Kill more stuff. And Genie Plus is going away. We thought you'd like that one. There will be some more replacements later in the show, but I think we've properly kicked off what we're going to do here. Um, guys, question. So if GD Plus is going away, what are they going to do with all those signs? <laughs> They'll probably make pins out of them. Never forget. So let's, let's talk about this. Disney has employed a line-skipping tool for over 20 years. Why is this one any different? Because it sucks. <laughs> True. So how do we make it so it doesn't suck? Get rid of the cost. That's a start. Uh, Meanwhile, Bob Chapek is crying backstage, so here's the plan. Walt Disney World will still have an alternate line that will generate shorter waits. Access to this line will be through a free reservation system. A reservation can be made in an in-park kiosk or on your phone using the My Disney Experience app. Furthermore, you can only make the reservations for an attraction once you are inside a park for the day. 
That sounds oddly familiar. What dumb name are we going to call it this time? I know. Okay, hear me out. It's out there. But I'm thinking we call it Fast Pass. But that's like what it used to be called. You know, Ben, your acting classes are really paying off. So, the way this is going to work, the original paper Fast Pass rules will apply to this digitized system. You'll get the next available reservation, and the system will be smart enough so that larger groups won't be shut out. Additionally, on days with lower crowds, Fast Pass will be eliminated where it doesn't belong. Most notably shows, but also on rides where the expected wait time without Fast Pass isn't expected to exceed 20 minutes outside of the middle of the day. A dynamic system like this is going to cost them a fortune. You know, it shouldn't, but it probably will. <laughs> Not our problem. <laughs> so that's our replacement for Genie Plus, a new concept we're calling Fast Pass. We hope you like it. Next up, the Sultan of Saki, uh, I mean, uh, Ryan, loves a unique entry feature into the parks, and he's going to discuss an update coming to one of the most beloved entry features at Walt Disney World. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. That's right, we're getting all new trains for the Walt Disney World monorail system. The Mark 8 monorails will be custom designed for Walt Disney World by Bombardier with design input from Disney legend Bob Gurr. The fleet will also increase from 12 monorails to 14 monorails, and the Mark 8 monorails will each have a higher capacity than the Mark 6s. Dude, imagine how many pins you can make out of the old monorails. Bob is literally salivating in the back. I don't think he's here anymore. I believe he left for another Bob Iger retirement party. You know, that line wasn't in the prompter. Just roll with it. Well, Ben, speaking of trying to beat traffic, we have another transportation update for Walt Disney World. Way to roll with it. That's right, Tim. The Disney Skyliner system is being expanded. Disney's Blizzard Beach will become the hub for two new Skyliner lines. The first line will connect Disney's Coronado Springs Resort to Blizzard Beach and Disney's All-Star Resorts. The second line will connect Disney's Blizzard Beach to Disney's Animal Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know, we've already made quite a few announcements, but we haven't really announced a new ride yet. I thought Disney was done building rides after Tron. Is that thing even open yet? Didn't they announce October 1st? Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. It'll probably break down as soon as it opens anyway. (laughs) That's actually a good point. What did I say? I talk a lot. Rides are breaking down all the time. Show quality is at an all-time low. Let's do something about that. Let's increase the maintenance budget. Great idea. And annual refurbishments for everything like they do in Tokyo. This is going to piss off some guests. Tokyo announces this stuff six months in advance. I'm sure they can do the same thing at Disney World. So an increased maintenance budget and annual refurbs for every attraction, we're definitely going to need to announce new rides to cover the ones closed for refurb. Or a lot of sing-alongs. No, let's, let's stick with rides. We already said a lot of items are being taken out of the Magic Kingdom. Ryan, it's your favorite area of the park. What's going to happen in Fantasyland? Well, I'm pleased to announce... New Fantasyland Plus! <laughs> Is that really what we're calling it? Sure, why not? Uh, the other option was New New Fantasyland. Newer Fantasyland? We're going with New Fantasyland Plus. <laughs> Fine, what's in it? Well, first off, we're removing It's a Small World, Pinocchio's Village House, and Enchanted Tales with Belle. But 
We're going to keep the facade and pre-show for Enchanted Tales with Belle as an entrance into an updated version of Tokyo's attraction, The Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast. We didn't get rid of It's a Small World to replace it with one ride, though, right? Absolutely not. We're going to continue the snow-covered rockwork facade from Be Our Guest over towards the western side of Fantasyland. We're going to add two more rides and two more restaurants. Two more Pizza Rizzo's! Uh, no. How about a purpose-built version of Frozen Ever After and the Arendelle Castle Ballroom Restaurant? What do you mean by purpose-built? It will be a longer version of Frozen Ever After, not an Epcot, and with sufficient capacity. But we still get to keep the original Frozen Ever After in Epcot, right? Uh, hell no. <laughs> Fine. Uh, can I announce the next thing, then? Sure, as long as it doesn't involve Epcot or crappy pizza. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But it does involve toilets, though. We're extending the Tangled area to be right next to the Frozen area. There will be another boat ride that ends with the Lantern Festival, and then you can grab a quick-service meal at the Snuggly Duckling. So, three new rides on that side of Fantasyland, but what about the other side? We're getting rid of the Tomorrowland Speedway, and that gives us a huge area to work with. We're building the world's biggest pin station! Hmm. Well, I mean, if we're breaking down the Mark VI monorails, we'll have a lot of pins. Let's request that all those be done through ShopDisney.com. I'd rather have more rides. Agreed. Well, I've got a trifecta for you that will round out Fantasyland and transition logically into Tomorrowland. Go for it. First off, the former Speedway area that's near the pathway to Storybook Circus is also right next to the Mad Tea Party. I want to put in Alice in Wonderland, complete with an outdoor portion just like Disneyland. What if it rains? Then people will get wet. Uh, we could cover it. That would work too. So, how are you going to transition over to Tomorrowland? I've got two more rides in mind. The first one is an indoor Wreck-It Ralph attraction themed around the Sugar Rush game. We're calling it Sugar Rush Racers. Four tracks with four guests per car will race around Sugar Rush. The cars can drift and glitch, and we won't know what's going to happen. I've literally never heard of this movie. Have you heard of Big Hero 6? I believe it's pronounced Giro. No, 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 that's another movie. We're adding another dark ride based on the movie Big Hero 6 that utilizes the enhanced motion vehicles used in Dinosaur and Indiana Jones Adventure in California. Baymax hero Fred and the Gang leads you out of San Francisco Institute of Technology on a technology-filled adventure. We're also adding a new restaurant called San Francisco Dining. So where do we stand on gyros being available? I would also like to know about the availability of gyros. We should definitely work on that, but we still have to replace Carousel of Progress. You'll never replace Carousel of Progress. It's going to Epcot. I'm just talking about the footprint. Oh, right. Would you say that now is the time, now is the best time? Just stick to the script and stop getting your buzz clips in there. Okay, okay, fine. The uh, last new ride we're building in the Magic Kingdom is Aquatopia, another favorite from Tokyo Disney Sea. Aquatopia utilizes the trackless ride system outdoors on water for a great kinetic addition to Tomorrowland. Excellent. So that wraps up the Magic Kingdom. Can I mess up Epcot yet? No, and we're not quite done. There's one more thing we're doing at the Magic Kingdom. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower. 
We're expanding the people mover. The track will expand to the Big Hero 6 and Wreck-It Ralph areas, and it will enter an indoor show scene near Aquatopia. Does that qualify as a false ending? It does. Wasn't that better storytelling? Sure, I'm sure Josh would be proud. So speaking of good storytelling, who doesn't love the backstory of Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama? That's right, Primeval World is coming back! I don't think a single person applauded that. <laughs> Definitely not, but we are going to move over to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and we're going to start in Dinoland, USA. This troubled area is going to get a facelift. It's going to look 230 million years younger. Uh, that was a dinosaur joke? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, because uh, dinosaurs are 230 million years old. Mm-hmm, I understand. And I, I said they were 230 million years younger. Okay, just stop. Actually, the entire area will become a research corridor. Uh, we're getting rid of the Dinorama aesthetic, and the entire area is getting a scientific-inspired facelift. Alongside the Theater in the Wild will be the Marine Life Institute, and inside you'll find Turtle Talk with Crush and the Nemo and Friends Sea Rider attraction. But this area is not just home to marine biologists, it's also home to paleontologists. And archaeologists. Did you know that Indiana Jones visited the Animal Kingdom when he was a kid? He did not. But several paleontologists discovered that the area was once home to dinosaurs 230 million years ago. Give or take a day. Exactly. So, these paleontologists have expanded the dig site into a new roller coaster we're calling the Excavator. <sighs> or Chester and Hester. Here's the thing. We talk about adding attractions, not replacing them. Technically, this area had two rides, and we're replacing it with two rides. We could do better than that. How about an expansion to Asia? That'll work. Deep in a forest between the Theater in the Wild and Expedition Everest is a mysterious building. Inside, guests will find Lord Henry Mystic and his monkey Albert. That's right, Mystic Manor is coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. <laughs> We're going to sell so much monkey plush. Bob should be happy. And also, alongside Mystic Manor, is the Adventurers Club restaurant. Kongaloosh! Oh, Gesundheit. The Society of Explorers and Adventurers are setting up shop in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now all you'll need to do is bring back the Lights of Winter, and I think we've undone all of the previous administration's mistakes. Um, I, I think we have a long way to go before that happens. Yeah, so that's, that's not going to happen, but let's keep rolling. We've still got plenty of things left to announce, this time over in Pandora, the world of Avatar. I heard there's a new movie coming out. Do they still have the Sigourney Weaver animatronic? Probably not. So, Avatar Flight of Passage is one of the most popular rides in the park, but it's time it received an update in line with the release of the next four movies. We're adding a new film to Flight of Passage and a new theater for added capacity. To start, we'll be exclusively showing the new film, but in time, we'll be able to rotate the films as well. Um, I feel like we've heard that before. Uh, once or twice. Well, either way, that's not the only Pandora news. But wait, there's more. I am not counting this as a false ending. Yeah, neither am I. But over in Pandora, we are adding a third all-new attraction that highlights the exotic marine life that can be found in Avatar The Way of Water. This flume attraction will take us alongside these unique creatures and even come face-to-face -face with some of them. The attraction will culminate with a 60-foot drop after an encounter with a behemoth sea creature, the Tolkien. Of course you would know the name of the creature. Why wouldn't I? Quick. Name three characters from the first Avatar movie. 
There's Jake, uh, Sigourney Weaver, and uh, Gamora. Gamora. I, I think that counts. What's a Gamora? If we can focus, I've got one more attraction to announce for the Animal Kingdom. Tim, Tim, Tim. What? What is it, Ben? They're called activations now. Couldn't hate you more right now. Okay, let's hurry this up. I want to talk about Epcot. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. So, since the Animal Kingdom opened, there's been a large plot of vacant land north of Cali River Rapids. The land is pretty much inaccessible unless we get rid of something. So, unfortunately, that means we're getting rid of the Maharaja Jungle Trek. And the tigers are going to Bush Gardens. No. I say we just release them into the park. You know, there's a reason the bathroom doors have locks at the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> well, technically, you don't need to outrun the tiger, just the slowest guest. The tigers and other animals will be part of a new exhibit in the area with increased visibility along the Wildlife Express train. And since the large area is now accessible, we're going to use a portion of it for the village of Talo, complete with a Shang-Chi boat ride. The ride will feature encounters with a variety of mythical animals, including Morris, dragons, and more. Gotta move that plush, baby. It will also use the same ride system used in Shanghai's Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure. Marking the first time that ride system will be used stateside. That sounds great. I mean, I'm not sure that Mortal Kombat fits in the Animal Kingdom, but I like the idea of using that ride system. Uh, uh, huh? <laughs> Yo, I, t- I got this, Tim. Josh, I mean, I mean, Ryan, Shang-Chi is a Marvel movie. Shang Tsung is a villain in Mortal Kombat. I know. Uh, oh, wait, Josh doesn't. Uh, are we done with the Animal Kingdom yet? <laughs> not, not quite. Nine years ago, Imagineer Joe Rohde stated that he would fix the Yeti. Well, Joe's on his way to Mars right now, so I guess that responsibility falls to us. The Yeti is coming back! You stole my thunder! I'm definitely stealing one of your Hollywood Studios announcements. We should move over to the studios. Nobody cares about the Animal Kingdom anyways. Hey, I like Animal Kingdom. When was the last time you were there? I... I... I don't have to answer that. (laughs) My point exactly. Now let's talk about my favorite park... Disney's Hollywood Studios. Who here is a fan of Indiana Jones? I think I actually heard Shia LaBeouf in the crowd. You'd think security wouldn't let him in here. I'm talking about the original trilogy. I want to completely redo the Indiana Jones section of Hollywood Studios. It pains me to say it, but we're retiring the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular. But in its place, we're adding not one, but two new attractions. That's right, we're updating Indiana Jones Adventure with a new story that will still utilize the enhanced motion vehicle and still have the incredible visuals of the Disneyland counterpart. The twist is, the ride will also share scenes with a brand new roller coaster based on the minecart chase scene from Temple of Doom. Uh, You know, Tim didn't like that scene. I I didn't? Uh, No, Short Round was wearing a Yankees hat. It was actually a New York Giants hat. I didn't see the movie, I just wanted to mention Short Round. Gah, now I know how Tim felt when he was trying to do his Animal Kingdom presentation. I'm not going to lie, this is somewhat satisfying. Guys, we're still not done with the Indiana Jones area. We'll be adding a marketplace and a restaurant called Panko Palace, where the dinner specialty is the primate parfait, served inside a monkey skull. This was a negotiation with Bob, actually. I wanted to bring back the poop snacks to the Animal Kingdom. He refused, but he was okay with serving dinner out of a monkey skull if it was tied to an IP. Love him or hate him, the guy sticks to his guns. Well, he's going to like me even more, because everything else I'm announcing is tied to a movie. It's okay in some places, just not everywhere. Well, 
I think you can use animated movies in an area called the Animation Courtyard. Okay, I would agree with that. The Animation Courtyard is getting a complete overhaul. Star Wars Launch Bay, Disney Junior, and The Voyage of the Little Mermaid are all going away. That's going to upset literally dozens of people. And Walt Disney Presents is going away. And being replaced by Bob Chapek Presents. Okay, I'm definitely speaking up now during the Epcot portion. We're actually going to relocate Walt Disney Presents over to Epcot at Josh's insistence. That's where it should have been in the first place. Our new animation district will feature plenty of space for many new attractions based on animated movies from Disney and Pixar. You know, Josh hasn't seen any movie released since 1984. Whatever, man. My Yentl Dark Ride proposal was awesome. I can't believe you guys rejected it. Uh, wait, did he actually come up with a Yentl Dark Ride? Uh, I'd see that. No, that was an MGM release. I do wonder if that was considered for the Great Movie Ride, though. <laughs> the Great Movie Ride is... Not coming back. That's too bad. But we still have plenty of things to add. In our new animation district, guests can travel to Metroville for a new dark ride featuring the Incredibles. Mrs. Incredible has a great ass. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. She's a mom in a Disney animated movie. That's the rule. Sadly, that's not the selling point of the ride. Guests join the Parr family along with Edna Mode and Frozone in a special effects battle against Syndrome. The interactive ride will call upon guests to shoot their laser guns to defeat Syndrome and the Omnidroids. I don't like that you're killing robots, but I'm going to let it slide. Well, how do you feel about magical Colombian families? The Escobars? Wait, the prompter actually says, pause, dot dot dot, loud snort. Was Josh going to do coke during the presentation? No, it's a joke, Ryan. Ben? (laughs) No, not the Escobars, the Madrigals. I'm pretty sure Josh has never heard of the Madrigals. That's okay, because the audience has. We've got a brand new ride based on the movie Encanto. Guests join Mirabelle on a family funhouse style tour through Casa Madrigal in a trackless ride vehicle. Would you say that there may be surprises behind every door? Yes. Yes, I would. Well, Monty, what's behind door number three? It's been a long time coming, but we're finally adding the Monsters, Inc. door coaster to Hollywood Studios. I can get behind this. Mike and Sully take us on a tour through the Scare Floor Factory on an inverted roller coaster. I think Jim Hill finally feels vindicated now. I'm just surprised he didn't announce a sing-along. Don't, don't tempt him. To channel my inner Jim Hill... Well, it's funny you say that. Oh no. We're replacing the Beauty and the Beast show with a Mary Poppins sing-along. That's, that's about it. And we're replacing the Frozen sing-along with an Encanto sing-along. We need to stop this. I agree. Distract him. Yeah, Tim, where, Tim, where are you going? Tim had to uh, go do something. So so tell me about these sing-alongs. Well, you know how Frozen uses performers from the old comedy warehouse? Uh-huh. Well, the Encanto show is going to... Grab him. Hey, 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 what are you doing? This is for the safety hey, of Epcot. Cut it out. Okay, no more sing-alongs. It's too late. We're keeping you taped to this chair with your mouth covered until Ryan is done talking about Epcot. We can't risk you messing it up. I couldn't agree more, Ben. All right, now that we have him taken care of, I think it's finally safe to fix Epcot. Agreed. But before I begin, I want to talk about my approach to this. 
I'm going to agree with Ben on this one. I'm not sure we need you to read Josh's 10-minute monologue. Can we fast-forward through that in the teleprompter? Wow. Uh, that that was quite a bit. Um, this Josh guy can sure be long-winded. Yes, Ben, I know I talk a lot, too, but let's get back to the actual announcements. We mentioned Spaceship Earth earlier. What's happening there? Okay, well... A few years ago, they announced an update to Spaceship Earth that had some people nervous that characters were coming to the ride. Let me assure you that we're not doing that. The ride will be updated, and the screens will be removed from the ride vehicles. In fact, the entire 40-year-old ride system will be replaced from top to bottom, and a brand new updated system will take its place, including the ability to pull off cars for guests in wheelchairs and ECVs that need more time to load and unload. That's actually pretty impressive. We're also updating the script, and I'm pleased to announce the new narrator will be Patrick Stewart. Didn't he die in the Multiverse of Madness? What spoilers? The movie came out months ago. The Descent will see a return to futurism, and an updated instrumental version of Tomorrow's Child will play as the backdrop for the new Descent. So we're preventing characters from going into Spaceship Earth, but there are still characters elsewhere in the parks. Let me be clear. Characters and movie-based IP aren't the issue for Epcot. It's putting them where they're appropriate. For example, over in the Mexico Pavilion, we're going to update Grand Fiesta Tour to feature the characters and music from the Disney Pixar movie Coco. I think I just want to bet with Derek Bergen. You're right, he probably won't pay it off. So, while Coco does fit with the culturally relevant themes of Epcot, Frozen doesn't. We don't want to revert back to Maelstrom, but instead we're re-theming this space into a new boat ride called... Sea Venture. Did we call it that just so we could save money on the sign? Clearly we've been all about saving money during this presentation. But yes, that was the original name of Maelstrom during the development, and we're bringing it back. And what about the meet and greet? Well, that's staying. If anything, Epcot needs more European women. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I love my wife. I know. I'm surprised he hasn't been trespassed yet. I know a lawyer who can get that overturned. Can that same lawyer serve an eviction notice for Nemo? Sure. Why not? We already said that Turtle Talk with Crush is moving over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And we're refreshing the rest of the Living Seas Pavilion as well. Yes, I said the Living Seas Pavilion, not the Seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion. Nemo's going away, and so is his ride. The new ride will see the return of the Hydrolators and a trip to Seabase Alpha. He is not a beach boy. Yes, the beach boy will be back in all his glory as we get to see what life will be like in an underwater sea base. Brian, this is all great, but Josh constantly reminds us that there needs to be additions, not just replacements. Are you adding anything to the park? Well, we did say at the top of the show that we're adding a Brazil pavilion. Yeah, that is true, but we made that out to be unscripted and spontaneous. Are you telling me that was planned? I know, Ben. I feel lied to as well. 
I think you'll get over it. Brazil will be the first New World Showcase pavilion added since Norway, and it will include a Brazilian barbecue restaurant, and it'll be located between the Italy and Germany pavilions. I'm pretty sure you're only doing this so that Epcot can celebrate Carnival. Is that so wrong? Eh, I guess not. At this point, I've done quite a bit of talking on Epcot. I think it's time we bring out a guest. We don't really have the budget for that. The Amazon affiliate link is worthless, Ben. Nobody uses it. Don't worry. Disney is paying for this. So who's the guest? Alan Menken. I mean, I did say we didn't really hate him. Ladies and gentlemen, here to perform one of his memorable songs, please welcome Alan Menken. One song I've never performed in public before, ever. It's a song just for you, D23 fans. From the Sinbad ride. That's right, Sinbad's Storybook Voyage is coming to Epcot. And Shondu Tales are coming to Epcot. Yes, Ben, and Shondu Plush as well. The ride is going in the back of the Morocco Pavilion as a brand new addition to Epcot. For those that don't know, Sinbad's Storybook Voyage tells the story of Sinbad and his tiger sidekick Shondu as they ride off on a tale of adventure. I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty excited about this. We know, Tim, we know. 
Ben, Ben, I know Sinbad wasn't from Morocco, but we're changing where his home port is at the beginning of the ride to rectify that. I agree, Ben. Epcot probably needs a thrill ride. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Time Racers? No, not Time Racers, but something else has bothered me with Epcot Skyline for a while now. I don't like that you can see the Soren building behind the Canada Pavilion. Well, I mean, the big Soren building blocks the view of the small Soren building. I'm not going to call that a win. Okay, so what's the plan then? We're adding a Rapids ride to the Canada Pavilion. Outdoor water ride will feature rock work that will extend the backdrop of the Canada Pavilion and completely mask the Soren Show buildings from view inside the park. Well, it looks like you've made a complete circle around World Showcase. Are we done now? Should we let Ben out of the chair? Uh, I'd wait. We haven't talked about what's replacing Harmonious yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Please tell me the barges are going away. They are. The new show will feature a brand new instrumental score, fireworks... Lasers. Boom booms and pew pews. Stop it. The show will have fireworks, lasers, drones, and additional barges that will come out at night for the show and not disrupt the views during the daytime. Does this new show have a name? It does. We're calling it Illuminations Unity. It will celebrate the stories of individual cultures while highlighting how we can accomplish more working together. So essentially, even though each of us has our own individual stories to tell, a true adventure emerges when we bring them all together as one? Essentially. Got it. That's a good message. I like it. I thought you might. So, back to the front half of the park. Are we still sticking with the different neighborhoods for the front half of Epcot? Uh, (laughs) hell no. Future World was a bit of a misnomer, and the other names didn't make sense, so we're going to call the front half of the park Discovery Expo. I do like the idea of leaning into Discovery, but why Expo? Well, we all know that the front of Epcot has always been sort of a permanent World's Fair or an exposition of sorts. True. So we're going to lean into that a bit more. So there's more coming to Discovery Expo? Yes, there is. Do you think we should let Ben be a part of this? Uh, Yeah, it's probably safe now. Ow! Damn it, you guys are jerks! It was for the greater good. So what about this Discovery Expo? Is Epcot hosting a Stark Expo or something? No, but we are pleased to announce that the former Wonders of Life Pavilion will now become the World's Fair Pavilion. Oh, nice. A pavilion that we can market to 80-year-olds. We have more tape. Uh, Ryan, um, as you were saying. The geodesic dome is reminiscent of the 1964-65 World's Fair exhibit space, and we will open the doors once again to be a showcase of technology and innovation with smaller, rotating exhibits inside. The area will be home to Walt Disney Presents, as well as not one, not two, but three additional attractions. It's a Small World, and the Carousel of Progress both debuted at the 1964-65 World's Fair, and both attractions will have a new permanent home at this pavilion. Hold up. Isn't the show building for It's a Small World enormous? It's okay, it'll block the view of Cosmic Rewind. Uh, We're going to need more blue paint. You realize we're not building the version of It's a Small World that has 140-foot ceilings. I mean, if you want to do it half-assed, fine. Uh, Didn't you say there was a third attraction? If we can dream it, then we can do it. Yes, we can! That's right. 
Horizons Century 3 is coming to Epcot. Sponsored by and fully funded by a lawsuit between DoorDash and Disney, Horizon Century 3 will revisit some familiar sequences from the original while expanding on the concepts to be a true thesis attraction to Epcot. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty amped up. Hold up, did, did we do it? <laughs> did we just fix Disney World? I think so. You know, I'm not sure. It seems that something is missing. Something? What do you think it is? Maybe not something, but someone. Uh, Marty Sklar. That's going to be a tough cat. No, 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 not Marty, but someone is definitely missing. Oh my god! That's the Dream Finders entrance music! Oh, this is the Dream Finder! Whoa! <coughs> Idol looks really different. Dream Finder, welcome to the show. Hello, D23. So glad you could join us. Dreamfinder, do you have anything you want to get off your chest? With sponsorships, with as intended, our lease at Epcot would be extended. But Kodak fell and Eisner played a part. I miss my home, a broken heart. Wow, that got dark pretty quickly, Dreamfinder. But Epcot has always been about a brighter future. I think there's a light at the end of the rainbow tunnel, so to say. We'll soon return to former glory to share with friends a classic story. Dream port and more and figment as your guide. Hey, I'm back too. A brand new ride. That's fantastic news, Dreamfinder. A new ride coming to the Imagination Pavilion. Glad to have you back. We are all thrilled, man. So, Dreamfinder, what have you been doing these last 20 years or so? I'm on the road across the nation, collecting sparks of inspiration. But now I'm here, and Chapek is a sucker. I'm glad I missed that mother... <laughs> okay, Dreamfinder, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for us tonight. Enjoy the rest of the expo. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. Quick reminder to everyone, coming up later in Hall D23 at 3 p.m., Len Testa goes point by point over everything needed for the $750 million replacement for Genie Plus. So you want to be a podcast? Be sure to catch Secrets of Podcast Editing with Chris Wakefield in Hall C at 5 p.m. today. We regret to inform you that Derek Bergen's symposium, Yelling Makes You Right, has been canceled today due to lack of ticket sales.
child jumps off ride and kills a pirate while man chokes on corn dog nugget while punching Pluto and complains to guest services that cast member won't let their service kangaroo ride flight of passage and inside the magic guide to headline writing has been moved to hall G. That's hall G as in, gee, these people on social media will click on anything. <laughs>